Blog Talk Radio. social media you know yesterday was a pretty rough day for me um was yesterday monday yeah yesterday was pretty rough for me my son deployed on saturday to kuwait for the next 13 months and um, they finally got there sometime sunday morning sunday afternoon i got the opportunity to talk to him for a little bit sunday night and then monday it just hit me like whoa like my son's gone, you know, for like, like before when he was in Texas, it was different, you know, because he was still in the States, but like now, yeah, so it hit me really hard yesterday, and I allowed something that I always talk about um, in a different light, I allowed depression just to take over yesterday and do what it needed to do, allow me to just wallow in, you know, my thoughts and everything that I was feeling, and, you know, I really couldn't cry like I wanted to, but I just allowed myself to just be in that funk for yesterday, because I knew, you know, when Tuesday rolled around, now you got to come up out of this, all right? So I always tell people that depression is mind over matter. If you allow yourself to stay stuck right there in whatever it is that's going on, that's that's where you're going to be, you know? But you have to have the strength to pull yourself up out of that. And so I've trained myself pretty well, you know, to have my days. I think those are the times when God can speak to me the most and I can actually get up the next day um, renewed and refreshed. Granted, I don't sleep through it, but I can still get up the next day and be renewed and refreshed and, and stay focused on what it is that, you know, I need to get done for that day, for that week, for that month, those things that I need to accomplish. So again, you know, have your moments. If you need your time away, you know, from your friends, your family, from reality, you know what I'm saying? Have your moments, but then have enough strength to be able to pull yourself up out of it. And if you don't have enough strength for yourself, contact me. I got you. All right? Remember, we in this thing together. want to briefly talk about the last show. If you tuned in last Thursday, we had uh, the, let me see, the, the, the uh, BAP, no, rap. There we go. The battle rap. Wow. The battle rap lyricist, um, Brendan James out of Virginia was here with us last Thursday. Um, young man, you know, very, very um, cocky. Yeah, that was the word he used to describe himself. He said a little bit conceited. And yeah, I think he was, um, but he has a lot going for him. And so I'm hoping that once he can overcome or learn how to balance those demons that he has, you know, within him and, the, you know, that are dark battling in his brain, you know, that he's able to have a prosperous um, career as a rap artist. Uh, we did not have an episode last Tuesday, but on last last Monday, we had New Music Mondays. You know, we introduced more new music. Um, and uh, the seven-year-old Melody Starr out of Raleigh, North Carolina, with her uh, new track, her first debut, I should say, hip-hop track, um, On Go!, yeah, we dropped that. Uh, let me see. Human on a Mission. Um, that's from my family over there in the U.K., Robbie Raps. We dropped that as well. Uh, and, and some more. So make sure that you're tuning in this coming Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for New Music Mondays. Uh, we'll bring some more of the hottest music from some of the hottest independent artists in the country. All right? I don't really have no, no hip-hop news to talk about other than, hey, you guys listen to... Jesus is king yet? Yeah. I need I need to see more feedback on it. Like, 
I don't I think a lot of people are so stuck on what you know what Kanye did last year they're not really you know messing with him anymore um and so they didn't want to listen to this this album I don't, I don't know what it is but you know then you don't feel that his you know his um transition is authentic you know and and so um but I've, I've had a lot of uh, Christian people so to speak um talk about it you know and they're they're impressed they were those who weren't really you know down with Kanye um before but now you know they're actually hearing um, the message and they're hearing what he has to say let me tell you it takes a special type of individual um you can know Christ but you cannot be in Christ all right so some of the the tracks will hit you in a way um like you understand completely where he's coming from as a Christian you may hear and think, you know, mm, I like this sounds good, you know what I'm saying? But when that shit really hits you and resonates, <laughs> resonates in your spirit, you know what I'm saying? Those of those of you who are in Christ, you you know what I'm talking about. And so there were several tracks that did that to me, and and I was blown away. You know, I always listen to an album, you know, or um, you know, the EP once, um, and then go back and listen twice, and then by the third time I've made my decision. You know what I'm saying? But this one here, like the first time around, it got me the first time around. So, and I'm still listening to it. So I recommend, you know, you you um, kind of lay your thoughts to the side of how you feel about the man in general, and listen to what he's bringing. Listen to this piece of work that he's, you know, bringing. Again, Jesus is King released last Friday, and then Jesus is born. I'm um, due to be released on Christmas Day. All right. My guest this evening was born in one of the liveliest boroughs in New York City, the Bronx. Lavina Lai has been singing since the age of three and was presented with many awards at a young age. When her parents relocated her to a more peaceful setting in upstate New York, the newfound silence helped her to cultivate feelings of loneliness, standing out, and being a rebel into poetry, which would later become songs on her two EPs, Pieces of Me, and more of me. She has covered songs by a wide array of artists from Black to Adele to Drake to Rihanna and my favorite, <laughs> The Weeknd, and, and many more, as a way to sway the world over to her own poetic songs. Her covers became known as the Emo Queen remixes as she began to own every song that she took on. Lavina Lies' rendition of Wicked Games by The Weeknd spread like a wildfire and was even banned in Germany for a bit. (laughs) We're going to talk about that, (laughs) y'all. Her first EP, Pieces of Me, has been critically acclaimed by several members of the press, such as the Urban Daily, um, Soul Train, All Hip Hop, The Hype Magazine, Swerve Radio, and many, many more throughout the years. Her singles, Fade Away and Fall, were international successes, and Fall charted number four on the Coca-Cola Countdown in Africa. Davina Lai is a real artist, a true musician, if you will. October of last year, she released her second EP, More of Me, which has taken the world by storm. On this EP, she unleashed some harsh truth on her single, Your Song, and personal thoughts that she felt her supporters needed to know. Everything she does is for them, and to let them know that as they grow, she grows alongside them, truly showing that she is human in every sense of the word. Any fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my guest, singer and songwriter, Lavina Lai. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Let me, let me, because I didn't get a chance to tell you this before the show. Um, thank you uh, for being here this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you've taken the time to give so freely of yourself um, to to me as well as my listening audience um, to just give us a little bit, you know, of insight on who Lavina Light is and, you know, talk about, you know, your music. So thank you, thank you, thank you, because, again, you could have been anywhere this evening. Well, there is nowhere I would rather be. Let's start off with that. And um, thank you very much for having me and for introducing me to your audience. Uh, that is greatly appreciated. And and I am honored to be here. Let me let me back up just a little bit. I'm gonna do a lot of backing up in this uh, on this show tonight. Um, it's not very often that I 
get a chance to interview somebody for a second time. Um, and then not only that, but interview them um, a second time because I interviewed them the first time on my first show. And so I had the opportunity to meet Lavina Lai about five years ago through my mentor and um, record label CEO of Metal Music Records, Front. I, I, I instantly fell in love with, with her sound um, because of a very racy cover that she did that I mentioned in the bio, Wiki Games. I, I loved The weekend back then, still love The weekend. But when I heard this, I thought, oh, my, who, who, is, who is this, you know? And then I saw the video. All right, guys. <clears throat> now, you're probably wondering why the band's in Germany. Because, you know, you know the lyrics, you know, to which games. And it, it's, they're not that bad. Um, but we're talking about six years ago. And we're talking about a video. Uh, the visuals for this cover were insane. All right, now, now, if you look at it now, you would just think, all right, that's like some, you know, some, some pre-Pornhub type shit, all right, now. But six years ago, you know, I don't think a lot of people were doing that. And, you know, in the weekend, so like, he, he made the song so that it was, um, it, it related to her, all right? So a lot of the, where he said to her or where he said that he, you know, she was saying, you know, the, the opposite pronouns. Little girl and girl action in the video. Let me tell you, just go check it out. It's on YouTube. So I can completely understand why it was banned. But that's when I fell for her. Like, her sound was amazing. Her voice was amazing. I, and so I thought, you know, like, we got to get this girl on the show. We got to interview her. You know what I'm saying? And so over the past five years, you know, the energy hasn't died. Um, we don't talk as much as we used to, but the energy hasn't died. And so, uh, again, I recommend you go check the visual out on YouTube. Um, how did you first start, you know, start doing the covers? Um, well, I only do covers that I really relate to as a human being. Um, forget about being an artist. Uh, I, I touch on songs that I really relate to. And uh, The weekend at that time, I felt like, I really related to the weekend because I felt like we were both mentally and emotionally in the same space. So whenever somebody's hurting or whenever somebody is going through something heavy in life that they don't know any other way but to express through music, that's when you'll see me do a cover. And um, I'm, I think I'm always going to do covers because, uh, I do express myself through my own music, but sometimes there are songs that I hear from other people that I'm like, wow, you feel the same way I feel. And that is why I make music, because I know that there are people out there who will feel the same way as me, that there isn't a voice for them. And um, that's why I'm very particular about my the covers that I pick and uh, perform, because these are songs that I know took a lot out of that artist. To, to put out there so once I hear that like I'm real comfortable to jump on it because it's a truth uh it may there it may be their truth but it is also my truth so I will always do covers in that regard as long as I keep relating to people um people will keep relating to me you you and you said something just then about the weekend how um you felt when you did that cover, that you were able to relate. And you know what? I, I never, that never really clicked in my head why I love his music so much because I don't think he's put out anything put that out. at some part in my life I haven't been able to um, connect the dots and be like, you know what? Wow, like everything he's talking about, I've been there, I've done that, I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? His music is, mm -hmm. is so relatable um, to me. But I want to back up to the very beginning. Your bio states that you um, have been singing since the age of three. You come from a musical yeah. family? Um, I wouldn't say I come from a musical family. Nobody in my family sings or or is musical. But um, both of my parents and my brother uh, loved music, were obsessed. Um, we always played music. Uh, at the age of two, I was, like, jumping around to Jump, which was a big song at that time. Or I think I was one, actually, and my parents have it on videotape. 
of me, like, just knowing, like, being so <laughs> in tune with music. And um, then I grew up, and I figured out I could be in chorus, and I could learn more about music, and and it never, that desire, that passion to sing never left me. So um, it is hard, I will say, because I'm the only one who loves music this much, like, out of all my friends, out of all my family, out of everybody I know. I've never met anyone who loves music as much as me, and it can be a little discouraging sometimes because when I talk about my passion for music, I feel like people look at me like I have four heads, and it's like, no, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone here has a purpose, and I specifically feel like God put me here to make music and to keep people going and to let people know that, uh, you know, just because you have a talent doesn't mean you don't suffer, doesn't mean you don't hurt, doesn't mean you don't go through things. I go through everything that everyone else goes through, but I can just put it into a song and I can sing about it. And that is my therapy. So yeah, I, I really just always want people to know that, like, at the end of the day, I'm human. Um, I'm not exempt from anything. I'm not above anything. I just happen to love to sing and to write. Well, so I went to college in upstate New York. I went to Syracuse. And the dynamics of life in the city versus the serenity of life in Syracuse kind of took me by storm. Um, how did your moving upstate as a teen turn you into or blossom your music career into um, what it has come into now? Um, I really think that it just gave me more time and more uh, freedom to really kind of figure out who I was. Um I feel like my whole life I've kind of known who I am. It didn't I didn't just wake up one day and oh, I'm this person. Um my whole life has kind of been developing me to be this person. And when I moved upstate, um, I didn't really have too many friends. I was away from my family because all my family still to this day lives in the city. So if I want to be close to my family, I have to travel. So it was a lot of isolation. And when there's a lot of isolation, what do you have time to do? You you have time to self-reflect and write. So I started just writing poetry. I started writing songs. Um, And I I kind of am thankful for the isolation. I mean, there were times where I felt really lonely and away from everyone, but it helped me to kind of figure myself out. And now that I've grown comfortable with just being alone, I I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm very to myself. I'm very uh, just sometimes in my shell, in my bubble. Um, But this is where I need to be to create. Um, It's just the recipe. Now it is like the way that it goes for me. It has to be that way. I've seen your genre defined as pop and experimental. What exactly makes up the experimental genre? Because my mind wonders, like, you know, um, the many ways that you can experiment through through sex. That's where my mind went the first time I read that. Um, but for those who may be listening and, and don't know about the experimental genre, how would you describe it? Experimental for me is I want people to be comfortable with me experimenting. I want to do um, rock songs, and I'm actually doing a Linkin Park cover that I am going to be releasing this week along with a video, and um, it's Linkin Park, so you know it's going to be something really different. But I want people to be okay with the fact that I can sing an adult song. I can do a Drake song. I could do a Rihanna song. I could do a Black song. I could do a The Weeknd song. I could do a Justin Bieber song. Um, 
but I want you guys to accept that from me. Um, I've always been really adamant about not being put in a box because I don't want, I get kind of upset when people call me an R&B singer. And even to this day, it's like, if I want to do an R&B song, cool. If it feels good and it sounds good and it works and you guys get the message of what I'm trying to say, that's great. But I don't want you to just box and label me as that because then when I want to do uh, a song like Monsters off of my EP or I want to do a Linkin Park cover, I don't want you guys to be weirded out and be like, okay, what she, what is she doing now? She's reaching, right, but right. I'm not reaching at all. I'm really just being myself. So I, I kind of just want people to accept uh, when I came into this game, I honestly wanted a band. I wanted to do the rock thing. Um, it just became very hard for me to find people to commit to that and who understood my sound. So over the years, I've done this, I've done that, I've done this, but that's also me. So, yeah, that that is the emo queen. The emo queen is, is very versatile. She can do a little bit of everything and make you love it. Are there any particular artists that influence your style? Um, right now, um, I did mention Linkin Park, uh, Chester, the lead singer, was one of my favorite, uh, he is one of my favorite vocalists, before that was Haley from Paramore, um, so I've always been really influenced by people on the edgier side, even The Weeknd was very edgy to me at one point because of the topics that he was singing about, um, and a lot of it was very deep, very dark. That is the kind of artist that I am. I, I kind of talk about the darker things in life, the, the deeper things. I don't want things to go over people's heads, and I don't want people living in a fairy tale land thinking that my life is sugar plums and rainbows. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I do tend to get very real and very honest because if I can't be honest anywhere else and nobody else knows what I'm going through, then music is the one place where I can say my truth. I want to briefly talk about your first EP, uh, Pieces of Me. I swear um, I had fall and stayed away on repeat for like six months straight. And as I mentioned, uh, both of those singles were international successes. Paul did chart number four on the Coca-Cola Countdown in Africa. I watched that weekly. Um, I couldn't wait to get the messages or the emails to, you know, um, to let us know what position that single was in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but were, were there any other high points in your career during that time? Um, the people that I was meeting, uh, the networking that I was doing, the – real fans that I was able to acquire, I would honestly say that some of the fans who have been supporting me since Pieces of Me are still supporting me to this day. So that EP really helped me out in so many ways because I feel like it showed people who I was as a person. And um, I'll be forever grateful for that because once I kind of proved myself to people, um, I had a fan for life. So that that is the high point. Um, more so than the numbers and sales and positions on a countdown, what I care the most about is relating to my supporters and knowing that they they see me. That is the most important thing. So the fact that I've been seen, that that will always be the most valuable thing to me. I think that's something that a lot of artists should um, grasp. You know, nowadays I look at artists and it, it is about the likes, it is about the numbers, it is about the position, but it's not, you're not really seeing what you're doing with your, your audience. You know, you're not really seeing how you're affecting your audience. Um, mm-hmm. Is your purpose or whatever, you know, your mission, your personal mission is, you know, are you fulfilling that daily when it comes to not only the career, but your, your listening audience as well? And I think a lot of artists, they haven't grasped that concept. 
you know, or they might have had it for a little while and then it just flew over the head when, you know, the numbers started looking like what they needed to look like, you know, the bank account started looking like what they wanted it to look like. Um, the, the audience kind of got pushed to the side, but you got to realize that, you know, um, everything that you're doing is for this listening audience. If I stop listening to you today and, and word of mouth, you know, that's something that affects a lot of people. If I stop listening to you and I tell the next person that, hey, her music is garbage, and they tell the next person that her music is garbage, you know what I'm saying, then those numbers that were increasing now begin to decline. So you always have to look out for your audience. At the end of the day, you got to look out for, you know, your fans, your followers, and your supporters. Um, so then last year, you released your second EP entitled More of Me. I want to get into the track, I'm a Star. Let me briefly tell my listening audience about um, what it took to write that song, what went into writing that song, what that song's about. Well, I'm a Star is one of my favorite songs off of the EP. I love them all individually. I can't say that I have a fave or one that I favoritize more than the other. They, they all took me on a journey, or better yet, I should say I went through a journey to write them. Um, and I'm a star was my, that was my therapy um, because the three songs before that were very hard, uh, very deep, very uh, dark. They were kind of like cries for help in a way. And uh, I'm a star comes and it talks about me seeing myself the way that I should and how everyone should kind of see themselves um, because we all go through these dark times in life where we kind of question ourselves and who we are and why we're here and what is our purpose. And I'm going to start reigniting in me my purpose here. This is why I'm here. This is what I'm meant to do. No matter what I'm going through, I have to know that my purpose is music and I'm a star. Um, because nobody can write these songs like me. No one can sing these songs like me. No one can deliver these songs like me. I am me. I am one of a kind. I am an original. And, and that is what makes me a star, um, that there is no one else like me. There's no one else that thinks the way that I do, that feels the way that I feel um, every day. There, there might be people who do feel how I feel, and this is why I write these songs for them. But not like me. So I'm a star was, was my savior in a lot of ways. Uh, it is a song that I listen to and I'm feeling like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's my go-to because it's like, hello, like remind yourself who you are, where you are, what you've been through, what you've accomplished. Um, and here you go, like wake up. So that is I'm a star. Right, and I'm a star is number four, uh, track four off of the um, EP, More of Me, correct? Yep. All right, if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Way Tuesdays with your girl, Nakia, and my special guest, uh, Lavina Lai, and this right here is I'm a Star. <laughs>
I will always be the artist that I am, but, you know, it might be different to everyone else and it might be new to everyone else. But to me, that these are just my experiences coming to you when it's the correct time to talk about them. And you've answered my next question already. Um, I personally, in the sound, the quality of your music, um, quality, I believe, is, is richer. Um, you yourself, I feel like um, listening, the sound, listening, you sound the same. But you can tell there's growth in you, the individual, and that is conveyed in, um, in your lyrics. So I know that you, you know, you've grown uh, musically, you've grown as an artist, um, but how important has it been for you to grow as a person? Very important. Um, it's the most important thing um, because if I, if I hadn't grown as a person, you guys wouldn't even hear this second EP. So I really had a lot of, I don't want to say adulting because I I don't want to make people think that like being hurt and going through negativity in life that that's not adulting that's kind of unfortunate for anyone and um but I want people to know that just because you do go through hard times and you get hurt that you have to get back up you don't stay down and that is why I wrote I'm a star because I found myself going through these really hard times where it was it just felt like I was never going to see the light of day again and one day I heard that beat for I'm a star and it just ignited something in me that felt good and it was a reminder to myself that I should always feel good about myself um despite what's going on around me despite how people treat me despite how people may make me feel even if I'm not getting the support that I need or want that should never take away from me as a person I should never look down on myself because of other people and that is why I also want the people who listen to me to know too like you you should always feel beautiful you should always feel like you're the ish because you are, and people don't define you. So that was something I had to learn through the years, and I'm still learning, and I'm still struggling with it. But I'm getting better at knowing myself first and, and knowing that it's not based on anyone else. I recently had the opportunity to view the visuals um, to your single, your song, off of your latest EP. Um, I know that there is a story, a, a true story behind the lyrics. Can you care to share? Um, the funny part is the video doesn't even <laughs> touch on half of that story. But I wanted to make a video that was relatable to people without it being, um, what is the word? without attacking anybody because that that I don't do that. Um people can do hurtful things to me and effed up things at times, but I'll never be petty. I'll never expose these people. I'll never, you know, because I know what it's like to be put in the limelight and we're human. Everybody makes mistakes. But um I was I had a lot of hope and a lot of faith and somebody and it was betrayed um and it is exactly what it says in the song um you know you got a lie in, in in the bed that another female laid in that is my life um it's not I, I'm finally getting to a point now that it's okay like it, it's not okay but it's okay because it happens and um, I'm not exempt from, you know, being played with or being cheated on. Uh, people will often look at me and be like, why? You're so beautiful and you're so talented and you're this and you're that and you're such a great person and you have such a good heart. <laughs> but because of those things, it, it doesn't make me better than anybody else or it doesn't mean I'm 
more likely to not get hurt. Um, if anything, I'm grateful for the experience, which sounds really crazy now, but I am no. because I learned <laughs> the ultimate thing. I learned forgiveness. Um mm-hmm. On both on both ends, on on this female's ends and and on this male's end too, I I learned how to forgive two people who didn't give a fuck about me. So, um, with that being said, I, I'm just grateful um, because it taught me to never, you know, I don't want to say never let my guard down because. I don't want to be guarded toward the world. I don't want to feel like I can never, you know, be myself around people. But it taught me to only show myself to the right people and know that the right people will see me and the right people won't have, you know, ulterior motives toward me or think that they can get over on me. So I did. I learned that. And I'm I'm grateful because I have an amazing song too to listen to from this experience. When I first recorded that song, I, it was really hard for me to listen to that um, because it was it was a major truth. And who the heck wants to constantly hear a reminder of something horrible that happened to them? Nobody. But I got to the point. But then now that I realized. Man, if I went through this, I know other people have went through this, and they need somebody to let them know that you can get through it. So that is what that song is for. I tell people all the time, being transparent nowadays is key because um, your situation may be something that someone else is going through, and how you chose to get over it, get through it, or get around it, um, maybe just what that individual needs to be able to do the same thing. So I don't think it's crazy what you said. You know, I'm thankful for every bad experience that I went through relationship-wise um, because they have made me into the woman that I am today. They've made me into a better person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you talked about forgiveness. You don't forgive people for people. You forgive people for you. That's how you heal when you forgive others. So um, that you were able to get through that. Will it happen again? Probably because we're human. You know what I'm saying? But you realize that, you know, I can't, um, I can't give all of me. Everybody doesn't deserve all of me, you know. And you'll know um, the individuals, whether it be friends, whether it be, you know, um, relationships, you'll know the individuals that need and deserve every ounce of you. Um, because those people will be the ones that keep you encouraged and uplifted and motivated so you don't find yourself in um, that predicament again. And if you do, they're going to be the ones that are there to be able to hurry up and yank you up out of that. So um, I salute you on this song right here. When I saw the visuals the first time I watched it, I was like, what? What is this? Then I had to think about it. All right, remember the song? Because, you know, I heard the song first, right? And so I was like, all right, so now we're going to go back. Because I only made it through like 34 seconds when I watched it first. And I was like, you know what? Go back. Remember the song itself because I do everything in, in bits and pieces. So I'm either going to listen and I'm going to hear this or I'm going to recognize this beat or, you know what I'm saying, or I'm going to see the visual and I'm going to be able to put two and two together. And then at first I was like, you know what? No, let me go back and watch this again. And then as I begin to remember the song um, and remember reading somewhere about how personal, you know, this was, it does tell you in the beginning that it's a true story, you know, but as I begin to remember all of that and put everything together, everything just kind of laid um, and flowed perfectly. All right, so if you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Two Lit Tuesdays with your girl, Nakia, on Indie Fire. And this right here is your song uh, by Lavina Lai off of the More of Me EP.
There's so many people not living their truth, and they don't even realize how they're affecting themselves, their legacy, the the memories that they leave behind. Um, when I'm not here anymore, I want people to know that I was me. I want them to listen to this music and know that was me. I want them to watch the videos and know that was me. It wasn't something that I did just for a show or just for an act. That, that's really who I am as a person. Um, I kind of wear my heart and my pain on my sleeve, but I do it so that other people who are going through what I'm going through, who don't have, who don't sing or who don't write music, their feelings and their portrayal of who they are sometimes gets lost. And I feel like that's where we as artists, we are uh, the voice for a lot of people because their stories aren't being told. So I, I always encourage everyone to be their true self and to love themselves and to appreciate who they are because there's only one you out there. There will never be another. Those words are, are so true. Um, what would you say has been the biggest barrier as a female in this industry um, that you've had to overcome? I think it will always be the same thing. Um, for me, specifically, because I'm not like everyone else, um, I'm, I don't believe in being half naked to get you to pay attention to me. I don't believe in showing my ass or my breasts all over the place to get you to pay attention to me. I want people to pay attention to my mind. I want people to pay attention to the way that I think, because it's my mind that separates me from everyone else. Everybody has ass. Everybody has titties. Yes, we all know this. Great. It, it's the matter of who chooses to flaunt them out there and who doesn't. But I believe the greatest thing about me is my mind and my talent. And what's been really hard for me on this journey is not giving in to what it is that the world wants to see. Because I'm pretty sure people want me. You know, I have the looks and I have the body and, and all that stuff to do that, but I don't feel like that that's me. I can be sexy if I want to. I, I can, you know, play little games, little mind games and be sensual. And, and sure, that's fine every now and then, but for me to be like that on every song, every track, every video, absolutely not. Because then you totally lose sight of who I who I am as a person, and then I get defined by sex, and that's not what I want. I want men to appreciate my beauty, but not my beauty only on the outside. What what oozes out of me from within? I want that to be appreciated. So I feel like that's been the hardest part about being living alive. Is everybody knows obviously sex sells. Look, we got Megan Thee Stallion, we got Cardi B, we got Sweetie, we got everybody doing the most over the top, like showing everything everywhere. And my body is a gift. I don't feel like everybody should be seeing that. I'm not getting paid to do all that. And even if I was, it still demeans me in a way that when I do want to say something deep and when I do want to say something heavy, y'all are not really going to feel it and really embrace it because you're so lost in the artificial shit that I show you. So mm-hmm. I, I really want people to start appreciating artists for their minds, for their gifts. Forget about what's you know, the package on the outside, that that does not define me. I got the same parts as every other woman out here. So that is not what I what I want to be left behind. I want people to really appreciate my lyrics and the fact that I'm uplifting and the fact that I'm human. And I think that living in life possesses the total package. Um the fact that she does not conform to industry standards, you know, of how our females should look in this industry because she is her own individual. She respects, and I'm not knocking any of these females. I'm not, and I'm not saying, you know, 
um, that they they don't respect themselves. Um, but you know, when you when you look at what's posted on social media, you know the, the hurtful things that can be said because of a way a female carries herself. You know what I'm saying? For her to realize, for Levina Live to realize that this is what makes her special and makes her unique as a performing artist, I think that is your greatest asset. You know, that you have the total package, that you do have the external beauty, but the internal beauty as well, that you are uplifting, that you are motivating, that your your lyrics, they meet people. You know, if they're struggling, you know, what you're going through, it may be something that they're going through as well. So your lyrics meet people so that you – the, the capability to be able to possess all of these qualities and and be smart, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, that's that that's a lot. That's something that you just you know you don't find in a lot of individuals. And I'm, again, I'm not knocking um, the, the mainstream females that you know are setting these uh, examples and and being role models for our youth. Um, but I think that a lot of our youth need to look at independent artists like Lavina Live and say that who I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? Um, somebody who keeps it real. I remember when she gained some weight. Oh, this was funny to me. Um, a few years ago, she gained some weight. She's always been nicely, you know, proportioned, but she gained some weight. And that, the post, I don't remember how the post went, but it was so uplifting, you know, to her. And, and I pulled one of those pictures. I know you sent, you know, your own particular pictures, but I did pull one of those pictures that, you know, you can actually see, um, the weight gain looks it looks healthy on her and she's able to display everything but also leave you wanting and imagining you know for more and i feel like that's how um, our young ladies should be able to carry themselves today you are our future you're setting the example for the youth that are looking up to you so you know you should carry yourself in the way that i see you um, doing so shout out to your mother um, I know your grandmother plays you know, a, a huge part in your life as well. Um, shout out to those ladies for setting the foundation for you. I'm giving you a path to follow and, and walk upright in. For a independent yeah. artist listening right now who they've heard you, maybe they heard you for the first time, maybe they've been following you for years, I do see a lot of people in queue tonight. Um, so thank you, uh, you all who called in to listen to the show. I'm sure you wanted to give you shout-outs, but I wanted to know for myself this evening, all right? It's been, it's been five years. So um, for somebody who may be listening tonight and they're like, you know what, I, I got the total package, you know what I'm saying? I got the sound. Um, I, I've been doing this for a minute, but I'm clueless. I don't know which direction to go. What piece of advice could you offer independent artists? That's basically what I just said. Like, just be yourself. Uh, don't feel like you have to conform. Um, it. A lot of people may see that as a downfall for me as to why I haven't, you know, become some extreme major uh, mainstream artist. But I don't feel like I have to sell myself short to be a mainstream artist. Um I want women to know that you can be smart, you can be deep, you can be yourself, and, and that's got to be good enough. Um, because I don't, like I said, I when I'm no longer here in this world, I want to leave behind a legacy. I want to leave behind a feeling of the fact that you could relate to me. And I feel like if I dumb myself down or portrayed to be somebody I'm not you're not you're not getting an authentic version of who I am and um I can't be anybody but me so I really want to encourage every up-and-coming artist male female to know that you should be your yourself be who you are be who you were born to be in this world and don't conform and don't change and don't rearrange yourself and make yourself uncomfortable because you have to live with that image that you put out there and once you put that image out there people are going to expect you to live up to that constantly so the moment you do it that's it you you kind of set a, a fate for yourself and um just always portray yourself accurately strong positive um words of advice I want to go ahead and open up the floor to you now so that you can get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live or for those who may come back and listen to one of the many playback shows. 
But they want to get you, you know, they want to collab with you. If they want, you know, um, you want to show whatever the need may be. Um, the floor is now yours to get your contact information out. Well, I'm on Facebook. Um, my Facebook fan page is in a lot. I'm always active on there, always uh, posting new shows, new interviews, new anything that I'm doing. Um also on Instagram at Living Alive. I respond to DMs. Anybody who wants to collaborate, uh, my only advice to you is if you do ask me for a feature, please uh, make sure that your music is to par. And and I'm not, I don't pick on people who, you know, have the dream but may not have the, <laughs> right, right. the you know, <laughs> They're not yeah. at that level yet, but if you have a message and you have a a a, a goal that you're trying to accomplish and, and you want to put out something meaningful, then I'm the artist to do that. Um, but if you're just trying to sell sex, like I said, then no, I'm probably not the artist you want to hit up. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, all my business, anything. I, I handle on my email, lavinalie at gmail.com. Uh, anybody serious about working with me on anything, you can email there and I will respond. I'm I'm extremely professional, but I'm also human. So I treat everybody accordingly. I'm very down to earth. So don't ever hesitate to hit me up. And also outside of that, just as a human being, as a person, if there are any people who are struggling mentally and emotionally, don't hesitate to hit me up either because I feel like a lot of my purpose here is to pull up those who are falling because a lot of the time I'm falling too and um, I have to pull myself up a lot but I, I'm strong enough to do that and to pull others up also so anybody struggling with mental health issues or, or even struggling with suicide I'm here like I understand I get it I know and that is that is my purpose here. Isn't it great Isn't when it? you um, find, finally realize what your purpose is in life, and then you start living in it? That is mm-hmm. like the most feeling, you know. And I'm I'm about to turn <clears throat> a year older in a couple of months, and it took me, you know, a long time to realize what my true purpose was. Um, in life, and then once I began to to not only live it, walk in it, uh, be the example that was needed for others, I think things just they they turned around um, for the better. And so, as she stated, you know, um, if you're going through any mental health issues, you know, thoughts, if you need to just talk to somebody, and you don't want to reach out, you know, to the one eight hundred number, the call centers. Um, you have, and not that they aren't real persons, because I do work the call centers, but um, it, somebody that you can really get, you know, one-on-one with, be on that level with, somebody who's gone through what you're going through, reach out to her. She's L-E-V-I-N-A-L-Y-E on Facebook, on IG, on Twitter, and also Levina Live on, at gmail.com as well. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Thank you so much again for joining me this evening. Um, it has been a thrill. Again, I don't get the opportunity to re-interview a lot of artists and then someone who's been in my life for this span of time, you know, as she has completed her second um, EP. She has the cover, Lincoln Park cover and visuals coming up this week as well. You know, somebody who's had that longevity with me, it's always a thrill to be able to uh, be in your presence, quote-unquote, um, again, so thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, your family, you're welcome back at any time. Just want to let you guys know that on uh, this Thursday, it's Halloween, and we close out the month of October. There will be no show um, because I have a speaking engagement to attend. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of those now. So we'll be back on Monday, the 4th of November, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for New Music Mondays. Um, all of your new music that's been released within the last, let me say, like 45 days, you want to go ahead and get a sent in um, to my assistant, Monica, at info at IndieFireRadio.com. There may be some, you know, um, it may not be your response, may not be as quick as they have been in the past, 
Um, as Regina Lai just mentioned, you know, we're all humans. Well, Monica is pregnant with twins, and she's been put on bed rest, all right? Um, a lot of you do know that Monica moved a couple years ago, two years ago, um, to Germany with her husband. So the time frame, you know, the time difference uh, makes, you know, the time frame also makes a difference. And then the fact that now she's on bed rest, all right? So I do have several people that are going to be coming in and helping me out for the next two months, you know, to make sure that we end the year out smoothly. But, again, no show this Thursday, back on Monday for New Music Mondays at 7 p.m., and then back on Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday, for Two Lit Tuesdays with our recording artist, Linda Washington. You may remember her. We debuted her um, track don't, don't give me the line on the name. We did debut her track a couple of weeks ago. She is a breast cancer survivor as well as a domestic violence survivor. So we're going to have her on the show talking about, you know, of course, those areas of her life as well as this uh, new track that she's released. That is, um, it talks about being able to love again, you know, because when a woman goes through breast cancer, she may not feel um, beautiful. You know, she may lose love for herself while she's going through that. And, and then to go through domestic violence as well, you know, there's always in the back of my mind, what am I doing wrong or what could I have done better? Or, you know, again, that woman may lose um, confidence and faith and love in herself. And so this track talks about being able to love again, not only yourself, but somebody else, you know, realizing that you are here for a purpose, you know, to be able to um, give and show and spread love, right? So that's Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here with Linda Washington. So until uh, Monday, you guys have a good night.